हेलो एंड वेलकम टू डू आई लाइक इट अ शो जहां हम हर बात पे बात करते हैं इन दिस एपिसोड वेर टॉकिंग अबाउट द ऑस्कर्स द अकेडमी अवार्ड नॉमिनेशन केम आउट अ फ्यू वीक्स बैक और थोड़ा सोच विचारने के बाद कुछ फिल्में रिवॉच करने के बाद आई थिंक आई हैव सम सेंस ऑफ वॉट माइट हैपन ऑन द टेंथ ऑफ मार्च सो लेट्स डिग डीप इन टू सम अवार्ड प्रिडिक्शंस माय फेवरेट पिक्स एंड सम स्नब्स Of course, this goes without saying that all of it is my personal opinion, and I'm no filmmaking expert. But yeah, just like always, I have a lot of thoughts. First of all, I have watched all the major tentpole films that were nominated, like Oppenheimer, Barbie, Poor Things, etc. But dude, there's just a lot of movies, and to be honest, I haven't seen all of them. But I don't think that should be a problem, because if you know anything about how the voting process for these award functions work. the campaign and narrative around the film is often much more important than the films themselves so i think i should be good if i didn't watch the color purple or the letter to a pig hai na also i won't talk about the documentary short animated and international categories because maine panch mein se sirf ek do films hi dekhi hain so it wouldn't be fair for me to comment about a category jiski maine at least char films na dekhi hain na so yes let us jump in first off we have some controversy surrounding margot robbie's snub for best actress and greta gerwig nomination for the best director for barbie first of all barbie is a solid movie and it is one of the highest grossing films of the last year तो किसी अवार्ड की जरूरत उसे वैसे है नहीं बट स्टिल आई पर्सनली डोंट थिंक मार्गट रॉबी एडेड एज मच टू हर परफॉर्मेंस ऑफ द रोल दैट वुड हैव डिजर्व्ड नॉमिनेशन स्पेशली नॉट अबव पीपल लाइक ग्रेटा ली फॉर पास्ट लाइफ और केली स्पेनी इन प्रिसिला परफॉर्मेंसेज दैट वर फार सुपीरियर देन रॉबीज एंड डेंट गेट नॉमिनेटेड आई थिंक इट just was a damn good year at the movies आई ऑनेस्टली थिंक अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल हैड अ प्रॉब्लम विथ रैन गोसलिंग गेटिंग नॉमिनेटेड ओवर मार्गट but i think even his nomination was a stretch <laughs> he was the best part of the film no doubt but i've seen better supporting performances than his last year one category barbie should actually win is the best production design for the insane sets that were made but other than that i don't think barbie was the best that cinema had to offer this year the real snubs for me are films like bo is afraid dream scenario and asteroid cities what's the matter with that dude but okay let's talk about the actual awards now starting with the supporting actor categories i think oppenheimer will take both of these home for me it is robert downey junior for best supporting male and emily blunt for best supporting female i haven't watched danielle brooks in the color purple yet so tell me how her performance was but yeah dude oppenheimer it is i think both their performances were at par if not better than killian murphy in the lead such a confident performance by robert downey junior right the man carried the fusion section of the film on his shoulders after this come the writing awards and i think justine triet and arthur harari should win best original screenplay for anatomy of a fall what a beautifully written film the whole funda of a courtroom drama uncovering the cracks in a relationship was just genius it is the anatomy of a literal fall and the fall of a relationship क्या बात है बट आई वुडन बी सरप्राइज इफ इट गोज टू द होल्ड ओवर एज वेल दैट टू वॉज अ डैम गुड स्क्रीन प्ले बट आई थिंक अन एटमी ऑफ अ फॉल वॉज एन ओवरऑल फ्रेशर एंड अ वेल राउंडेड स्क्रिप्ट होल्ड ओवर से काफी वो डेड पोर्ट सोसाइटी वाली वाइब आई मुझे एंड ऑफकोर्स द बेस्ट अडेप्टेड स्क्रीन प्ले अगेन गोज टू ऑपन हाइमर नो क्वेश्चन आस्ट इफ यू रेड द स्क्रिप्ट ऑफ दिस फिल्म इट इज अ मास्टर क्लास इन विजुअल राइटिंग लेमी टेल यू अ स्मॉल एंड डोट दिस इज वेन आई हैड ऑलरेडी वॉच द फिल्म ट्वाइस थिएटर में and i wanted to watch it another time but i didn't want to sell my kidney for another imax ticket to maine online picture ki script padhni shuru kari and dude 
it was like I got transported in the theater all over again. The Trinity test scene is written exactly as it appears on screen. I don't even know how someone does this. It could be Greta Gerwig for Barbie 2 or American fiction, but in my heart, I know it is Nolan for sure. Yeah. By the way, this episode would be me fanboying over Nolan and Oppenheimer through and through. It was my favorite film of 2023 and that was for a reason. So, I Oscar Oppenheimer. Let us see how many of them actually come true. But yeah, let's continue. Next up, we have some technical awards and here too, it is a clean sweep for Oppenheimer. Except the Visual Effects Award, which let's talk about that. More than Barbie ka Best Actress snub, I think DNEG and Oppenheimer not even being nominated for the Best Visual Effects was an undeniable snub. See, it is a Best Visual Effects Award and not a Best CGI Award, hai na? Matlab, tum kitne achche se ek visual effect ko create kar rahe ho aur kitne achche se usko sell kar rahe ho using filmmaking techniques like perspective, lensing, lighting, miniatures and of course CGI is a part of that. Now Oppenheimer achieved some insane effects with minimal to no CGI but all the other aspects were on point and it looks so dope on screen. For example, the times when Oppenheimer's world distorts as he's talking about the test, right? They did all of that in camera. Same background ko actor ke biche project kara and then they shook the projection to achieve that shaky and world shattering effect. If that isn't pure cinematic genius, I don't even know what is. So not even nominating that was a bit much, especially after you've given two of Nolan films, Tenet and Interstellar, the same award previously. It is an award for the best effects, not the most effects, right? But anyway, out of the current films, I think Mission Impossible would get this for its seamless blend of real stunts and CGI to create some breathtaking effects. But other than that, for the technical awards, it is Oppenheimer season. Hoyta van Hoytema gets Best Cinematographer for capturing some of the most beautiful human portrait shots on an IMAX film. And that black and white work, oof, have to give it to him, dude. A close second for me would be Matthew Libertique for Maestro. And for best sound, you again have Oppenheimer. And this is not just for that Trinity sequence. Although I think us ek scene ke liye is film ko koi award to milna It's a short film in itself. But other than that, there was just an inspired use of sound effects and how it blended with the score and how it gave each machine, each clock ka tick-tock a different story to tell. The use of those rhythmic low rumble sound effects really added a sense of urgency in those sequences. It's top tier work. For the next one, I am not even going to do any guesses. I am telling you it is Ludwig Göransson for best original score for Oppenheimer, of course. Just the piece, Can You Hear the Music is enough to win every musical award in the world. The soundtrack to the film is some of the freshest and most exciting work in film music. And now, the award I predicted the moment I stepped out of the theatre, best editing. If anyone other than Jennifer Lame gets it for Oppenheimer, I would personally be offended. <laughs> See, editing different timelines is hard. And here you're dealing with at least three different timelines in black and white and color. On top of that is the complex storytelling structure. On top of that is holding tension for crucial scenes like can you hear the music or the Trinity test. And to do all of that on film, it is some next level skill, bhai. <laughs> I love the way the edit worked with the screenplay to create this non-chronological but an emotionally linear experience, if you can feel me. Like the final scene of the film actually happens in the middle of the timeline of events. But emotionally, character-wise, it is such a beautiful climax. I wouldn't have wanted the film to end any other way. It's stuff like that that makes sure Oppenheimer is getting the best editing award.
इसके बाद आता है मेकअप एंड स्टाइलिंग एंड आई एम नो एक्सपर्ट बट फ्रॉम अ जनरल ओवरव्यू आई थिंक इट शुड बी गिवन टू माई स्ट्रो अदर इन द स्टीरियोटिपिकल जूश नोज आई रियली लाइक द ओल्डर लुक ऑफ ब्रैडली कूपर एंड ऑल द वर्क दैट वॉज पुट इन द कैरेक्टर सेम फॉर बेस्ट कॉस्ट्यूम्स एंड प्रोडक्शन डिजाइन आई हैव जीरो डिजाइन एंड एस्थेटिक सेंस बट आई थिंक बारबी इज अ स्ट्रॉन्ग कंटेंडर फॉर बोथ ऑफ दैम सो इज किलर्स ऑफ द फ्लार मून एक्चुअली ओके नाउ लेट अस गो टू द बिग फोर अवार्ड्स द बेस्ट फिल्म डायरेक्टर एंड एक्टर्स फर्स्ट अप द बेस्ट एक्ट्रेस आई थिंक इट हैज टू गो टू आईदर एमा स्टोन फॉर पुअर थिंग्स और सैंड्रा ह्यूलर फॉर अनाटमी ऑफ अ फॉल आई एम अ बिट बायस्ड फॉर सैंड्रा ह्यूलर बिकॉज आई लाइक द अनाटमी ऑफ अ फॉल फार बेटर and emma stone already has a best actress oscar so my final pick is sandra hiller the next category is by far the hardest for me to judge agar main oscar jury ka member hota to bhai main nakli naam se teen char votes dal deta sabke liye the best actor and bhai tum nominees suno bradley cooper for maestro colman domingo for rustin full disclosure i haven't watched that film yet paul giamatti for the holdovers one of the best non biopic performances i saw last year Jeffrey Wright for American fiction and of course Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Now, the Oppenheimer fanboy in me wants to give it to Killian Sidha. <laughs> But upon further thought, two more contenders emerge and that is Paul Giamatti and Bradley Cooper. And if I'm being completely honest and unbiased, I think Bradley Cooper's performance as Leonard Bernstein is something that this category was actually made for. Don't get me wrong, Killian Murphy was fab as usual but i think the script and the direction had more to do with that but for maestro not much worked in the favor of the film except bradley cooper's performance and for the film to get so much appreciation despite not being the best craft wise <laughs> that speaks something about the leading man's performance so i think for me the oscar for the best actor would go to bradley cooper for maestro now we come to the best director category and again you would think that it's an easy win for nolan but how i look at it it's not as straightforward as it seems there is justin triet with anatomy of a fall a great emotional spin on an age old format of a courtroom drama then there is martin scorsese with killers of the flower moon and let's be honest scorsese bhai camera pe kuch bhi shoot karega oscar jury use best bolegi it's not like killers is a bad film not at all but i think the hype is more because of scorsese rather than the actual merit of the film the film has a lot of flaws let's say and then there's the person who will actually win this award christopher nolan of course but there is a reason for that one practical reason and one spiritual artistic reason see oscars mein na ek bada ajeeb phenomena hota hai jise legacy awards kehte hain waise ye har awards mein hota hai but oscars aur grammys mein bahut zyada noticeable hai cheez ab maan lo ek director ne apne career ke start mein ek movie banayi jo ekdam instant classic si ban gayi but us saal because of some reason that director or actor didn't win that award Now it becomes a legacy thing. Ki, bhai, how can this film be snubbed? So years later, whenever a good enough film by that director or that actor comes, the jury sort of becomes compelled to give them that award. Not necessarily for that particular film, but to add an Oscar in that person's trophy cabinet. For example, when Spike Lee was given the best adapted screenplay for Black Klansman in 2019, instead of Do the Right Thing, Bamboozled, or the Malcolm X film. Like I can be dead sure that Tarantino's next film for him will get a Best Director for sure, even if it is half decent, just because he doesn't have one right now. Ab, I'm not saying that Nolan doesn't deserve the Oscar for Oppenheimer. Of course he does, but the fact that he has never had a directing Oscar will be a major factor in solidifying his chances. And also, as I've said in many other videos, the Best Director isn't just the director of the best film. To me, a director is someone who leaves their unique mark on a film. by their use of cinematic tools 
and I think Nolan did that the best last year. Like my litmus test for a good directorial job versus just a good film is to think how different would the film be if this particular person had not directed it. Man, lo, agar same script, same budget, same actors, kisi or director ko dete, to kya wo same film banata ya kuch alag, kuch unique banata. And surprisingly, for most films, the magic really lies in the script and the story, not really in the director. But for something like Oppenheimer, the story would have been told in a totally different manner if someone else were to direct it. Chahe tum script bhi same, aadi teedi karke de do se, wo matlab alagi film banata. And that's why Christopher Nolan should and would get the Best Director Oscar. And now, for the award, the Best Picture, no points for guessing, it will be Oppenheimer again. I don't even know how many awards this film is getting, but yes, this film ki direction, screenplay, cinematography, editing, score, acting, sound, everything best, ho, it is hard not to give the film the ultimate Academy Award. I think we don't witness this kind of a sweep that is so well-deserved, you know. I don't think there would be a lot of people who would have issues with Oppenheimer winning all of these awards. And if you are one, please let us have a chat in the comments. I would love to hear your picks. And yes, this was this rather long and deep dive into the Academy Awards 2024. I think Oppenheimer is cleaning up all the awards. My final award tally looks something like this. So let us check back on the 10th of March to see the comment section is open. Shoot your favorites from American cinema last year. This was Prateek Lidhu and as always, I'll see you in the next episode of Do I Like It? Have a great day. You were listening to The Quinn's Podcast. 